Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Spar and Brawl. I hope you're having a decent day. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Sam, and we're back with another episode of The Progressive World. So please, as always, like and also subscribe. We've been getting more of you uh, who have been subscribing after each of these Progressive World episodes. So please keep it up. That's been really great. But okay, with that out of the way, timestamps down below, and I'm just going to give a quick overview of the show as per usual. So first, we're going to start with our chit-chat, but our chit-chat is going to be quite dominated by a few viewer comments that we received after last week's podcast. So we're going to be discussing those. Then we have some progressive tweets, as per usual, some fun ones, some more serious ones. Then our first story that we're going to talk about is Brianna had Chris Edges on. It feels like it's been quite a while. I think the video went out on Monday or so, but we haven't had the chance to discuss it. Although I've listened to the Vanguard and I agreed with a lot of stuff that they were saying so hopefully we won't repeat them too much then we have quite a few what do you call them geopolitical stories or just stories about news and politics Comedies. in different countries huh comedy stories truly oh yeah the comedy st- well i mean you know but we got pakistan what happened to imran khan we have yemen we have peruvia france hungary Trump has done an interview, so we're going to discuss all those. Nomiki Kunz had another one of these, like, meltdowns. <laughs> I don't know how else to, to call it on the majority report. I mean, there's zero substance in that video. I mean, I don't think I've s- seen a video with so little just nothingness in it. So you can just poke at her and make fun. I don't think there's much else you can do. And our last story is really fun for any of you folks who are into entourage back in the day like myself or into OC like myself and Sam it's a pretty fun story and mixed with crypto and celebrities saying random (laughs) bullshit stuff and all that so yeah make sure you check it out and of course it turns into or I'm pretty sure it's going to turn into a conversation mainly about entourage and OC so should we get started with the chit chat sure sure yeah okay how was your week the week was uh, was decent, so I did two things that you could be perhaps interested in. I finished uh, Succession season three. <laughs> oh, nice! What did you think of at the end? Spoilers, yeah, a lot of spoilers. And I also watched this video on it on YouTube, and I think you've seen it before, just to make sure I got everything that happened at the end. But yeah, I mean, you know, once again, I mean, it made sense. So good. I, I, it's- I love the evolution of Tom, though, and in the end when he betrays his wife, like they built up to that so well, I feel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he had to. I mean, like the way he's (laughs) he's treated, he's been left. He's been left no choice, I think. He's doing the right thing. Yeah, and he was um, he's the only semi-competent one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, what's his name? Kendall. absolutely <laughs> incompetent and so messed up in the head i mean you know just so messed up his old stunt just ended up being you know nothing yeah it was just he yeah. could, i mean it just I shows like he's how fully incompetent but yeah he's not same level as his dad he's just a good manager he's not the same months like he can't organically he can't do well i don't think he just he needs to be put in a good position i don't know that's the feeling i get yeah, but I mean, everything that he tried to do against his dad, they were all like little like media stunts and little things here and there. You know, he couldn't have like a big picture kind of control over the whole he thing tr- like his dad did. 
Well, he was trying to get the board to switch in the beginning and all that. And then he was trying to pivot to a media attack. But yeah, I know what you mean. Or Shiban is quite like that's Shiban is really interesting. Shiban is like the avatar for all the shit lips that we kind of make fun of yeah. in our articles because she's a political like and she wants to be, you know, she doesn't want to be too lefty, but doesn't want to be too. It's yeah, exactly. And by the way, a succession before I think season two came out before Bernie completely sort of went mainstream. So in a way, it kind of I was I remember watching Succession and going, you know, there's a politician that is kind of a stand-in for uh, Bernie, and he sells out pretty fast. And I was like, ah, oh, Bernie doesn't sell out this fast. And it, yeah, he did. <laughs> Which politician in the show? The one Shiban works for first. Oh and yeah. Oh, he's supposed to arranges be like a meeting with it. I think so. Yeah, he's supposed he's standing for Bernie like, but or it. I mean, Bernie like politician. See. Yeah, oh, especially was... because I think they ma- they mention sometimes that he hasn't changed his views for like seventy years or something. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I thought it was more supposed to be like some kind of you know some Democrat. He would no. He was hardcore, like anti-monopoly and anti yeah. Logan. I was gonna say Logan Paul. What's the real? What's the <laughs> Logan, Logan Roy? Roy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But <coughs> but I'm glad. It, I my favorite TV show for now. So right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. No. I mean, I'm still as I was. I, I mean, I find it to be a um, good show. Now, my favorite. The video that I watched, the guy did say that you know it's his favorite show and it's the best out there and i think you've seen it because you told me about this thing at the end of like was it wisecrack two. no it wasn't wisecrack it the was take? i'll tell you right now um the take yeah the take is also great. yeah the take the take has great video probably i've seen it yeah yeah but but yeah and, and the, so at the end yeah. of this season so they pretty much all tried to get together finally the three of them and try to you know stop Roy from giving up. away the company, but it was too late. He already outmaneuvered them, and he's yeah found somebody else, I guess, to take over the company. And I mean, you know, I would have done the same too because I mean, I would get rid of all the kids and just keep Roman because Roman is the only one that has like a, a, half a skill that at least he finds useful. I mean, Siobhan is good; he uses her as like a token female, but Kendall doesn't provide what? any kind of services. <laughs> This what is, is not me. This is the show. That's what Roy does. You just no, but you just that's what I I thought you were describing what you would do. Yeah, if I was in Roy's <laughs> position and I was the head of a gigantic conglomerate wow. like he is and wanting to keep it, you know, context matters. Glad to know this before we break <laughs> out or anything. <laughs> you're the token brown guy coming out. <laughs> you're all, <laughs> Wow, I'm. I mean, that's right. how he treats no. her, right? Like, I mean, he just treats Siobhan when he needs her a few times to yeah. have like a female face around there. And I mean, you know, Kendall, and, he's for unreliable. Example, he wants... I don't think they're all that. Like, that's the thing, though. Like, yeah. I mean, first of all, I do don't. I don't understand their need for being in the game. Like, I don't under like, like many rich people's children. Why they don't just take like what connor does yeah connor is i think the smartest one anyways just take a hundred million or whatever <laughs> and just check out you know yeah uh 
that's the smartest thing to do in my view. But uh, I, I think I don't know if if uh, Logan wasn't such a man, asshole and they weren't in a constant fear of their position and each other and all yeah. that. I think they could have performed better. I don't know. Not maybe. great. Not as good as him. Maybe. Maybe. But, yeah. but I mean, you know, Kendall has huge like problems, like personal problems. No, no, but that usually happens. He goes on a bender when yeah. he, the father guy, destroys him <laughs> emotionally and yeah. sometimes physically. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't yeah, know. and the other I one, think, you know, I think the Roman, by the way, is the guy who had the uh, a space launch that yeah, went that's wrong. Right. You remember? Yeah. So his competency is not exactly. I mean, he he just uses them for networking at the end. And he manages to get him, you know, to go make a connection with the guy who's going to buy him out. That's kind of, at least I mean, he has that skill that comes in handy. Yeah, yeah. It's quite interesting because in the season three at the end, he's, when they try to betray him and he, he's with Roman, he's like, Roman, come or something. He's, and then Roman is, so I, he was, it seems, open to Roman. Um, like, at least, yeah, and very, very good. Very, I wonder what's gonna happen next season, man. Shiban is very. Shiban is quite a. I think Shiban is the closest to her dad, in terms of personality. I and mean, she's supposed smart, to be also she smart and she, mental. But she starts off as like being like quite smart and wise, and she had like a very high level political job, right? She was like a political advisor for you know a presidential candidate. <laughs> so I mean. Hey, I don't know. She probably made a mistake in this fictional show to perhaps leave her career and come for the pursuit of this. But then here, but that, she just, did, yeah, she gets totally sorry, played but, though. Then once she makes the switch, Matt, like he promised even her. personal. Yeah, from personal experience though, I've seen this shit happen. Like to me, this feels so real. It's <laughs> like so many relationships I've seen, like uh, rich dad, rich mom, and their children. Mm-hmm. like it's so real to me the shiban thing is super real that they like as soon as the the kid has some sort of a career or some sort of life they sort of lure him back in with the promise of our own family business our own company come on family money this is the real money this is the blah blah yeah. and then they come and they're like they're nothing they they like they're in the company and they have a position as like a i don't know ceo or manager but the father figure guy or the mother figure guy whoever like doesn't let them do anything they just yeah. become nothing so i don't know, i i really but i think shiban is the look she gave to tom because i think she knows that tom betrayed her because he was the only one who yeah knew, right yeah yeah and i think next season she's gonna like, be interesting i, I wonder i wonder yeah and i mean the last scene was so funny because i mean they all get betrayed they all have like their close at all the sons get all the kids get um, betrayed because they all kind of have their close advisors sitting there with the dad they're all they're all in he, he kept uh, Ro- 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 yeah and rome the rich swedish guy uh he like alexander sarsker yeah. guy uh, yeah he betrayed he just basically very interesting very interesting. yeah but yeah, that's what I mainly watch. And then I just told you while I was eating sometimes when I didn't have my computer, I was just re-watching Community, which is also a fun, yeah. decent, decent show. Early but seasons were good. You, anything worth mentioning or should we move on to these comments? I watched 
uh, what was it? I watched a movie called Contractor, very mm. sort of a operatory but anti-operatory movie. Uh, like these war veterans who came back and uh, went, uh, they have financial problems, so they become mercenaries. But really, like, it felt like a TV movie. It was mm-hmm. just so honest, but there was no twists. Like, you could, like, you, anybody could break the plot, like, within, you watch five minutes, you know. Yeah, so that was, and I watched The Bubble, which was, I was looking forward to that. Judd Apatow directing a mm, yeah, lot of good cast, that. comedy cast. yeah. Yeah, as usual, over long, like mm-hmm. it really needed to be. It, it felt like three different movies. Uh, the, it's, it tries to be like edgy and over like surreal in a way that is usually, I think, Adam McKay movie very successfully are like a stepbrothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the best. But uh, yeah, it's yeah, very bad, uh, very had some moments that were funny but overall very okay i see i see okay sam so should we shall we move on to these viewer comments sure sure yeah all right so i sent them to you they go from serious to funny (laughs) okay good so the first one says the second one is really long so let me read the first one Sam, you're dead wrong about leftist viewpoints not being popular. Medicare for all is supported by a slight majority of Republicans and huge majorities of Democrats and independents. Only the desires of the oligarchy getting attention from media and our bribed political class. And the second one said, um, so I'm going to put this on the screen if I don't read all of it. I completely disagree with Sam when he said why should the left be included in conversation if they don't bring a political force? Did you ever think that is by design? The U.S. media is very advanced at manufacturing consent. Bring a true leftist to speak on the military industrial complex, foreign policy, etc. When I came across Noam Chomsky and Cornel West for the first time years ago, they opened my eyes. Also, if a journalist criticizes U.S. foreign policy or supports the Palestinian struggle for equality, MSM does not give you a job. I think we get. I think that you know they're saying similar things. So maybe why don't you start? With the first one, maybe there are parts in it that you agree, and you know, parts of this could be a big misunderstanding. Oh, I got pretty much, (laughs) yeah. I mean, I disagree with the fact that the people keep saying that Medicare for all is supported, and okay, maybe in some polls it is shown that it is supported by even majority of Republicans, not just a slim minority or whatever. But the reality is. (laughs) <laughs> Again, I use this a stupid example. It's a very stupid example. I support quitting smoking. I don't do anything about it. I continue to smoke and buy cigarettes. And, you know, a lot of people say a lot of shit. That doesn't mean they necessarily support them. I support peace around the world. Do I do anything about it actively? Do I, you know, just, just sentiment does not equal support. If you're not willing to sacrifice very little of your time or anything, which most people aren't, and because they're busy, maybe because they're you know whatever. But I don't think that means that the idea isn't popular though, and and I think Medicare it for all matter. or like, like better healthcare no, but, and public healthcare and all this, you can say it's probably quite popular. And I mean, as it should be, it's not something very controversial and crazy. I don't, to be honest. 
I, I'm not sure if I don't think they're popular. If they were popular enough, you would have some movement on them. So you well, know. I mean, you can't say there were yeah. move. There were Maybe, movements like Bernie Sanders movement and clear. other movements. No, but what did it achieve? Like, I mean, it didn't achieve it didn't. because of you know the political other political forces that were against it. But you know, still doesn't mean that it's not necessarily popular just because you don't achieve it. Okay. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. All right. I I compromise. I admit it's a popular sentiment, but that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't but, have anything to do with action. But I the mean, second know, one though. Wait, but hold on, before we second one, I, no. I would like to maybe take it a, a bit um, for. I mean, yeah. So for sure, something like Medicare for all, right? Whether it's Medicare for all or like better, cheaper <laughs> healthcare, I, I oh, yeah, totally yeah. agree that it or free that, education that it's probably very popular in, in the U.S. But I mean, maybe and we weren't even making this argument before, but, you know, that's like the bare minimum of, you know, of leftist um, politics. So, I mean, is are things beyond that even as popular now? I understand everything with the media ideas are not presented properly and, you know, people are fear mongered into this position or or that. However, like, you know, are like more bigger, bigger, major leftist stuff like, you know, is there if you go to people and you ask them, should we, um, should we nationalize all the big corporations? Should we ensure that all the, all the companies that provide uh, needs are, you know, are under, are, are become public companies, you know, did they go that far? Would they, would a lot of people support, for instance, what Richard Wolf wants, which is more cooperatives being there and cooperatives being the main form of corporation organization. So I think when we start going that far, maybe, uh, maybe it's, it's maybe even you can say that leftist viewpoints, not all of them are as popular as something like Medicare for all. Sure. But my, yeah, I don't think they are. A lot of them are as popular as Medicare for all. They might be, it doesn't matter popularity or acceptance or popular sentiment. It doesn't mean shit. When I say political force, I mean having organizations, having people, elite people at the level that they can drive the conversation. You know, okay, it's very popular. You know, and there are a lot of people have a lot of followers on Twitter. Is that the same as the followers of a religion? No, it's not. They don't do anything. They just click, say, follow. It's not the same, you know. Okay, it's very popular. Even let's say breaking up corporations is very popular. Uh, uh, setting up cops is very popular if you're not willing to do anything about it well i mean you yeah not willing to you're do not a force or, i mean i don't know about that if like people are not with yeah or I mean, it's hard or, yeah it's because hard. it's hard, hard and people have jobs and um families and things to worry about so i mean how much of your time could a normal person dedicate to to politics beyond you know voting and some some other thing? and to be honest if I had to put my money on something, most people are nationalist socialists. They want their own area to become better managed. They don't really give a shit about like other people, other countries. Like that's yeah, been mean, my experience from talking to people everywhere, pretty much. Like normal people are national. They don't really give a shit. Oh, Yemeni war children in Yemen. Who gives a shit? Like better healthcare. That's the that's the priority. You know, everywhere. By the way, in which Iran, makes the same in a large sense you know yeah but if it makes sense then don't claim that most people are these fucking lefties going around like 
you know, oh, we want to change the world for yeah. we want to be very no, you don't you just want better fucking uh, utilities. That's all you want for yourself, which are leftist um, views. Aims to an extent, yes. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. But you know, with the Yemen thing, I can already s- see what people would say. You know, they would be like, well, it's because the media doesn't show them what is going on. And then people would care if it was I, in front of them. No, man, I, I disagree with that completely. If you want, like, you have to be pretty much, I think it's mostly willful fucking ignorance. Like the idea that, oh, I haven't heard about the Yemenis conflict. Oh, I, because media, I think maybe, I mean, they are so, the media is so transparent. There is internet. It takes literally one minute to Google like a country and read about the conflict. And it's not that hard to like, you know, it's, it's, I'm sorry, but no, like, no, I don't. I'm, I this can't is see what you're saying, but. But again, you know, only the desires of the oligarchy get any attention from the media and a bright political class. I of mean, course, you know, that's yeah. absolutely again absolutely because true. they have political force. Yeah, I no, and what oh the second comment I want yeah, to so say let's that go to they, the second comment. Yeah. So which says that I completely disagree it's by with design. Sam when he said when the left should be included in the conversation. Yeah. I agree with the by, yeah, design, by design part. Yeah, of course. No, no, but the fact that it's by design means like that's the problem I have with a lot of a lot of my leftist friends they're like your oh, education system is awful the way they teach history is awful the media is awful but the you know the solution to that is direct democracy and going to the people who came out of these educational systems yeah it's by design i agree it's by design like that and it's shit yeah but and you know and the first don't sentence, deny so... the power of the design you know it's very yeah. powerful i 100 percent agree with you there and you know, the first part, I completely disagree with Sam when he said, why should the left be included in conversation if they don't bring a political force? And let me answer for you. Maybe this is not your answer, so you can correct me. Normatively, I agree with CJ. Yeah, I mean, of course, they, they ought to be yeah, yeah. included, right? However, I think what yeah, you yeah. were saying is that why would the powerful forces, why would they let the left be included if the left doesn't pose any kind of, it doesn't have any power to force their way, right? Because as we said, it's by design and they're not there to, you know, to, to do what is best for you. They're there to look after their own interests, right? I think we all agree here. So you're saying, why would they be included? So why would they let them if you don't have anything that forces them, whether it's like, you know, you take votes from them or you're put them to shame or whatever the hell it is i think that's what you were saying right of course normatively and yeah, yeah, you yeah. weren't saying yeah completely i mean not even just in a sinister way but also like for example i would like to ignore religious people of all kind forever but the fact that they are a reality in everyday life means that you can't you if you have for example let's say if you want to do some show where you have a variety of people you're gonna have some of them naturally but when the left, like who, like who are they gonna have? Like you know, there isn't nobody. It's it's like okay, let's hear from somebody from I don't know, representing the Mayan culture. Like it's so remote, and there is just yeah, exactly. There is no incentive to do it. There is no force to do it. So why would they do it? There's exactly. no incentive Not- for them to be allowed and welcomed from yeah, exactly. the forces that dominate um, society. Let's put it that way. Exactly. From media, so, I mean, not even media. I, think this I don't all... think dominates shit, yeah. but yeah. 
I mean, maybe some of the, the stuff that you said now <laughs> won't be a misunderstanding and then people can come back and please let us know what you think. But everything else that I'm yeah. reading from these two posts, I mean, you know, everything about yeah, the US I, media, I manufacturing, them... consent, not letting people like Noam Chomsky on. I mean, I could have written um, this. If a journalist like criticizes Chomsky, really, US uh... policy for Palestinians, I mean, you know, I mean, 100% but, agree no, with no, everything but, but... CJ is saying. No, that's like Noam Chomsky is a perfect example of that. Somebody who's written a book called Manufacturing Consent and all that. And then his answer, his solution to worldwide problems is anarchism or sort of a socialist anarchism of some kind. Yeah, good luck. What, what do you mean by that? Oh, by like, that is not what, what, what was People's your power, like direct democracy. Like, I don't understand how can we get to a place where socialist anarchistic societies can operate when uh, people are coming, like when consent is manufactured, you are, like if you believe consent is manufactured and education system and all that has an influence on people, then it has an influence on people. Then they can't. Yeah, and a lot of people see through it, I guess, but I guess Not it does have a, me. yeah, perhaps a good, maybe 50%, who knows. Oh, sorry, a quote. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> But okay, let's see if, if I would love to hear but back I'm responses angry. and people let us know if, you know, if we're being unfair here, if we're misunderstanding the uh, <coughs> points that are being made. So love to hear from everyone. Let's keep this going. We have a few more. Okay, those were the serious ones. Now I think they're much more or less serious, including what Swift BMF said to me. So we did the, this tweet and in this tweet, we talked about how the price of wheat has gone up in lebanon so much and then the other countries that were in the list were libya and other countries and palestine and we were like even in libya this... and palestine hasn't gone up so i mean this person i really think their misunderstanding is their fault hold on let me their no, libya was you, the richest you didn't put the other which other that is the one you didn't put other comments by no he put another comment as well about george galloway oh yeah but i mean that one yeah I yeah, no, no. I, we'll come back you, to that. Did we say... Right. True, true. That one was a misunderstanding too. Actually, pull it up if you have it right now. That one was a full misunderstanding too. He says Libya was the richest country in Africa until America cooed and murdered Gaddafi. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, that was that was a thing, yeah. right? Sam <laughs> said now it's turned into like um, slave markets and all these other things. I mean, I mean, of course, we don't say every single like word and context leading up to it i mean thought that people thought that people and like others i think did because he's the only one who said this and then he wrote nice dismissal of palestine by the way yeah because sam said and palestine whose wheat prices haven't even gone as up hold on haven't even gone as high up as lebanon he said that's not even a real country which is descriptively true and that's what everybody in palestine or a lot of people in palestine are fighting for right they're fighting for control over their own borders being able to control for people to come go in and out in their own hands for goods to come in and out and for them not to be under occupation right i mean unless i've completely misunderstood the whole palestinian cause which is possible which is possible but that's the thing, right? <laughs> palestinians are fighting to yeah. have a, um, a quote-unquote real country doesn't mean that they don't deserve one or there aren't real people there or none of this so then he wrote not that by the way it's quite not, alarming like <laughs> not that i care particularly too much about the palestinian cause but yeah why I, would you say that not, 
no, I like I don't understand this obsession with this special like case so much on the left when there is so much. But it's a important issue, whatever. But it's not a country. I'm sorry, it's not a state, right? It's I want a lot of countries to be as countries to like. I wish we could revive the Holy Roman Empire, but it's not a goddamn country. <laughs> so pa- Palestine, as you say, it's not a state. It's not. It's just the Palestinian cause is exactly. It's, and that's what yeah, they're so- what they're fighting for. But yeah, I mean, you know, th- of course, there are a lot of causes and problems around the world. But the Palestinian one, I guess it goes so far back. I mean, it, it has so much more power and momentum behind it than other ones. I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying Does to it? I'm just trying to explain why. I mean, yeah, and gets more attention than other ones at times, although, you know, obviously it hasn't been attention. enough, hasn't been enough to succumb their current situation our good friend wrote exactly i think i think he he understood what what, what was going on like exactly yeah that's the response to swift emf exactly and then i wrote but that's exactly what referring to swift emf and he wrote sparring ball will you do um a very poor job of relaying that if that's your attempt of sarcasm give it up because sarcasm is clear i did yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry but I, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. I, yeah. I think Swift BMF should really work on his understanding of English because look, listen to this. This is his other comment. I must say, I hope this is a quote from Sam from me. I must say, I hope they get rid of George Galloway, but he's not the Russian estate. He's not the media. Why does Sam hope they get rid of George Galloway? When did I say that? <laughs> I said, I said, George, I don't care about, like, George Galloway is just, I said, they, they wrote, it was a joke about, they wrote his Russian estate yeah. media. He, he is a human being, right? He's not a Russian. That was the joke. Yeah. God damn no. it. I mean, with the other ones, I far more sympathetic with, you know, Shen Nebraska and CJ. We yeah, probably yeah, said I, some I, other I, stuff right now that they will Pretty much I think you agree with them more than criticize. I do, but whatever. But, <laughs> but Swift BMF, I think, like, maybe we're not the best at conveying sarcasm. Sure. But I think these were quite clear, straightforward examples. But maybe others can... No, the know. George Galloway one isn't sarcasm even, man. The George <laughs> Galloway one is just, like, literally, like... Uh, A joke. Yeah, it's very, like... <laughs> I didn't say that. That's not my quote. <laughs> okay, Sam, let's move on to two funny ones at the end. Bobby357 wrote. <laughs> um, I, oh, yeah, Sam yeah, thinks that a three-way with one's wife and bodyguard is not a perversion, then I'd hate to think what he considers <laughs> a perversion. <laughs> woof, woof, God. <laughs> this was in response to who, who was a politician? House of Cards. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cawthorn. Cawthorn. <laughs> Yeah. so fair enough dear look Bobby. man my assumption was like, maybe swift bmf can correct me with his vast knowledge of english Perver- perversion was uh, like a negative thing so i guess unless like I mean, there is it, consent yeah i mean i mean you know it's just that it's not like the the typical type of like how a marriage <laughs> Should should you know should sure. be and <laughs> the foundation. I don't know about but shit, if but it works yeah. for them and maybe that's what keeps their marriage together, getting the bodyguard involved. It did it did for a couple of seasons, I believe. But <laughs> gardener bodyguard, the butcher from this. Yeah, it's. I mean, look, again, I think when there's consent, there is no perversion. 
I guess. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. Wait, am I wrong? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think you know. Okay, I I brought up the. Def- should I look at the definition of pervert or perversion? I mean, perversion should be. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. That's a good so idea. pervert says yeah. distort or corrupt the original cause. Okay, and in this one, a person whose sexual behavior is regarded as abnormal and unacceptable. So it doesn't. It's not not consensual so yeah i mean it, okay you could say that you know having sex with your bodyguard a, a married couple including their bodyguard in their sexual activities yeah, you focus on the bodyguard abnormal <laughs> no, and having a manager to <laughs> having a manager no, i would say maybe no no you you, you could argue maybe it's abnormal but it's yeah. not unacceptable like yeah by whom Who's like, what am I like registering yeah. with my manager to us now? Okay, tomorrow night we are registering for a driver. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't understand. Yeah, but okay, I pervert in a out, like, okay, outside of normal sense, I get it. Okay, that's all right. But I said it's a negative thing. But, yeah. but okay, let's continue with Bobby 357. Okay, I'm convinced that Bobby doesn't like me. Okay, like, this is not you. the first I'm time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Bobby doesn't like me. I don't understand why. But anyway, he wrote Sam. <laughs> I might agree more with Cam than I agree with you, but I would rather go to a party full of Sams than Cams. <laughs> I, yeah. Bobby, what I'm have I ever bad, done to but... you? <laughs> it's, it's your face. No, what was I'm the most, other one? No, I Bobby, can't remember. Uh, you... But a few months ago, Bobby like came after me big time. I can't remember what it was oh, about. He said you're a slightly more conservative nature or something. Oh, yeah, there was, was that. Something, <laughs> yeah, something about your conservative nature. He coming. pretty much thinks I'm a boring piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, actually, part to, for a party specifically, Cam is a much better bet. No, but I'm, I'm like a bit, I mean, I'd be antisocial. And if anything, if I am social, then I'm not going to be like, in the situation if i'm social i'm not gonna trying to be like picking fights with people over arguments or things like that i just honestly i'd is be that, waiting for the night to what, be over for for me to go <laughs> yeah is that what you think i do like go pick but i think that's fights? what bobby would 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 think would happen Ima- you know? no that's what he thinks yeah. no i would be sitting in a corner drinking and judging mostly uh, like i i would enjoy the judging part like oh look at his yeah. dress it's disgusting. Uh, how could they wear this and come uh so that part is always fun but besides that no. yeah i mean the only times where i think like i yeah, can't maybe... dan- can you dance no unless i'm like yeah. really really wait. and then i kind of like yeah, shadow box i don't really dance no i don't know how to dance yeah <laughs> this... yeah no i literally shadow box not even that i'm like yeah like, accidentally hit my wife one like, only times i like you know push back on someone is when i know like someone is like good at that and they're fair game and they they won't take it the wrong way like they'll argue with me for like 20 minutes and then one of us will tell the other okay fine fair enough so when that happens, no, no, which is I, so rare for someone to be like that, just a while ago that happened to me, <laughs> got into like a half or thing, like shouting and stuff, but like in a very fun family way. Family or because, friends? No, or... no, friend, friend, because I knew this person uh, knows what's up. Ah, uh, fair enough. Yeah. No, I'm, it's good to, those guys are good to argue with. 
also i don't mind arguing with like people who i probably meet once and never meet again i don't mind going crazy on them i kind of enjoy that actually when they're re- because they're usually so stupid as well like they, I, I love obama and then you can just murder them I know. and uh, with words with words i know no 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 <laughs> but, i'm just saying yeah. no unless unless they don't because but sometimes i let it go once and... and never again that's fun because if you see them again yeah it's a bit like oh, awkward and blah but, but if you see never see them again go crazy i feel but you might you might a see them again and be like i would let it go unless that's a good point unless i say something and then like i just let it go it's just a comment and then because i let it go they become you know more empowered and then they start like throwing jabs at me directly or something that's when like i'm like okay no i'll respond but if the comment oh. has nothing to do with me then it would really have to get under my skin for me for me to to get go after yeah. them yeah but yeah i mean as bobby can see we yeah like already we were talking about parties and immediately we were like okay, in an argument how do you own somebody <laughs> <laughs> no no, no, no. So, yeah, are, neither of us are really you should go to a party alone probably you're better off <laughs> definitely not with many sams or many camps although i guess if there uh, were just sams or just cams that would be sams fun would be i think there would be immediate uh it would immediately like degenerate into a Hunger Game style battle royale, different Sam's trying to kill each other over who would be the one. Uh, at, for Sam, maybe. For Cam, I don't know, too chilled probably to attack each other, I feel. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. We would just like talk about the same two or three topics probably over and over again. I don't know. <laughs> I think you would all end up watching Seinfeld <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. No. But all right. Thank no, you for I, those I, comments, everybody. And please um, respond to what we just responded. Let us know where we're right or wrong and criticize us. And maybe we'll continue the conversation. All right, Sam. Let's move on to some, to some tweets now. And folks, please like and also subscribe. Okay, Sam. The irony, the hypocrisy, the I don't know what here. So Richard, I haven't looked oh, at. Uh, uh, oh, so Richard. Oh yeah, got it. Medhurst tweeted, "Pot calling the kettle black. Neocons are so funny, laughing my ass off." So it's in response to this. Nikki Haley, <laughs> I tweeted, "Today's UN vote kicking Russia off the UN Human Rights Council is the right thing to do. When you give war criminals a seat at the table, the council loses all credibility." Now do Venezuela, Cuba, and China. I just have one. I mean, do you think just for a split second, this would make me feel, you know, understand the world better. At least she laughed, like, right before she tweeted this out. Or when you, when she was, like, tweeting, when you give war criminals a seat at the table as she was typing, did she at least, like, find it funny for a split second and then go, like, eh, let me send this. I mean, she first must all, have, I mean, right? I mean, <laughs> first of all, she didn't tweet this she has like or, interns and people at her intern, office that do whoever, that whoever whoever wrote this just for a second, second they laughed for a split second no, right? i don't think so i i genuinely don't think so you man. think so how is that possible again i say this is like joe rogan had this theory i told you about this and i think it's like i i i like to think i had this theory before but his example is so perfect do you, you know andrew dice clay the yeah. comedian yeah, yeah, yeah okay i know where you're going there yeah. Yeah, exactly. Dice Clay was a character 
of his. Mm-hmm. He would do different characters. That character worked, and he be- and increasingly in his personal life, he became that. Like you, you have to at some point. I feel like believe this like you just willful ignorance in a way just yeah put it shit as like you have i think so i don't nikki haley maybe she's the type of monster that like laughs and i i don't know i don't know enough about her background to know what is like which category she is in because you do have those monsters that are genuinely they know that like yeah. obama like you know but uh, i don't know about her she probably laughed though i don't I mean, it's just, it's just insane. But you know what is terrifying, though? This is, I mean, every day you have another international institution, another treaty, another thing sort of undermined. And it just, it's so, so, so reminiscent of pre-World War One. Mm, really? And uh, to a lesser extent, I would say post-World War One, as in like, the people who claim to be standing up for international organizations constantly undermine them and we'll see what happens. I mean, they've always been constantly undermining them. It's just that now they have this way of going after Russia directly. No, I do think they used to pay more lip service mm-hmm. or at least be more like less brazen. About it. I don't know. Yeah, perhaps. Maybe, maybe not. By the way, why did Cuba and Venezuela get in there? Like, what did they do? That's the other <laughs> funny part, right? Like, China, I understand. Like, Cuba is like, what, what did we do? And also like, the scale five of it. People you know, yeah, and like, also, like, this the scale of it. You know, it's like, one is this gigantic country that is influential. So you put them on the same level as the other one. It kind of, again, makes you seem unserious. But yeah. And by the way, I love the fact Cuba, Venezuela, China, not Saudi Arabia, <laughs> not, I don't know, UA. like there's so many, like if you want to, to be honest, no nation state should really be on that council if you want to be <laughs> yeah, honest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but okay, so the next two are about the same thing, so I'll kind of read them together. I'm sure you've heard about this, but Ukrainian President Zelensky caused a scandal in Greece by including a video message from members of the new Nazi Azov regiment in his speech to the Greek parliament. This caused a walkout protest by a number of Greek members of parliament. No, I didn't. Who condemned the move. And then the what next tweet, Yanis Varoufakis wrote, our parliament did not invite a Nazi, it invited the president of Ukraine. It was the president of Ukraine who brought along the Nazi. And yes, it was a parliament speaker who, by failing to intervene, failed to defend our parliament. And he's replying in response to, we'll see, can we condemn the Greek parliament what? for normalizing Nazism too then? So I read the article and based on what it is, what happened. So Zelensky made a, they had a speech that was recorded video or perhaps that was live. And then he played a video at the same time. And in that video, there's like a soldier uh, from what I recall. And, it, and, you know, he's a soldier who says like, thank you for your support or support us or something. And, you know, in English was, or in, I think he claims that he's Greek, but then he can't speak in Greek, something like that. I haven't seen the video. And then, so yeah, that person, you know, was a member of the Azov regiment. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is wrong with him? Like, I mean, I, I do assume this was on purpose in, because Greece has a huge Nazi um party like the uh, golden dawn if i'm not mm, golden okay. dawn, yeah they used to be quite big they they became a smaller then they grew back i don't know what how's their situation right now but uh, greece is yeah huge like nazi 
party. So I guess maybe it was for them. But what the fuck? Why? Why bring like? I don't get it, man. I really don't get it. What is wrong with... I hate this guy, by the way. I think Zelensky is the worst. I really do. Like, I can't think of it. He basically... I mean, I'll talk about it later, but he, he went on a... He went on Fox News, and the Fox News guy... I mean, I hate Fox News, but you got to give them credit. They are the only ones that are actually doing some sort of a... Like, a, at least ask some questions of the guy. And they ask him about the Azov Battalion. And he was like, no, the Azov Battalion is now uh, disbanded. They are not, they are centrally organized. But it was like in the beginning, it was like they did what they have to do in Mariupol to defend our country. And in mean, disguise and kept asking for no fly zone. And oh, he says that now we have to like, uh, not we, we are nobodies, <laughs> but the world should ban uh, Russia from the security can yeah. basically he's calling for because my country is at war the whole world should go to war i mean seriously fuck you we had an eight-year war we didn't like get our pantsies you know you know what like get over it like you do your own war run yeah. away like ashraf Fanny. i don't give a shit <laughs> don't get the whole world involved in a nuclear fucking conflict you asshole how much of a selfish asshole can you be like Oh, like, you know, nobody in Iran is going around going, oh, why didn't this country help us during the war? Or I assume, like, nobody, like, what, are you crazy? Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I mean, you know, both these things that you talked about are, you know, the result of circumstances, really. So he's, like, revered and shown in this way because, you know, he happened to be the president of Ukraine as this, at the moment that, you know, this has happened. So he's just shown as this, like, leader and like everything and fox asking the right questions <laughs> is again i guess based on their kind of like circumstance of you know <laughs> the type of recording that they want to do here with the with the russia thing based on everything that's happened in the past few years yeah no yeah of course but just this guy though it's just he's base he's a jewish man defending nazis calling for a world war i mean what well like what like what's wrong with you like do you have no self-respect these people want to like they consider people like you and me frankly <laughs> inferior like yeah jesus all right um, let's shit. move on to to jank <laughs> i don't oh. th- th- here he makes absolutely no sense so he's like for the last time I told people to vote for Biden over Trump, even though he was not that he made. Sorry, he's wrong. For last time, I told people to vote for Biden over Trump, even though he was likely to suck on domestic policy because he was running against a fascist who tried to end our democracy. If we can't understand that simple concept, you're either a patriot or too dumb to help. Uh, No, sorry, Cenk. I mean, maybe if you hadn't put the explanation, your rationale as to why... Biden sucks on on domestic policy then sure but because he was running against a fascist who tried to end our democracy that's why Biden did bad on domestic policies or he's saying I told him to vote because of Trump so I'm being the dumb one here no because of no no he's saying that because Trump was a uniquely dangerous person Mm, okay you know like the Lula tweet like the Lula tweet that you read that even though he's my opponent, we were having constructive yeah. arguments. Now, Bolsonaro, these oh, Karens. I mean, I mean, first of all, Trump, I mean, 
jank. Uh, Nobody agrees with the premise of your argument that Trump was this uniquely dangerous. I mean, that's thing. for sure. That's one thing. I mean, but no, I mean, but I gotta admit, like I, I misread it. that, and you know, it's kind of because he put the he put the because he should have put to suck, and then like you know m dash because he was like running on domestic. Oh yeah, I didn't, I don't want to justify why I got it wrong. Never mind. So my bad here for misreading that, but everything else still holds. The punctuation so. was problem. Jenk has never done a wrong punctuation. No, my bad. I hold my hands up. No, but this is still a very dumb tweet. As in, first of all, Trump wasn't a unique danger. There is no democracy. Just stop this nonsense of democracy. There is no fucking democracy. You're ruled by elite, just like everybody else. Get yeah. over it and stop it. Fuck you, you scam artist, <laughs> grifter. Like, oh, you're too dumb to help. What have you helped with? With like You've got like five million viewers and you haven't managed to achieve shit. You got two votes <laughs> when you ran for like Congress and one of them was your mom. Just, ah, just, I'm tired yeah. of these. I mean, I'm tired of Twitter. Like, it's Twitter's <laughs> fault. Like, I think Twitter should say, like, after a while, somebody shouldn't talk. <laughs> or some people like me should never talk, probably. Yeah, well, I don't know. I feel strange commenting on this tweet, given <laughs> how far I misread it. So I'll just leave and it by the way, at I, what Sam said. I genuinely... No, no, but and I do think leftists at this point... I, did you hear about the ICC report? The, yeah, the, the climate change one. Out? Yeah, I heard about it, but... Yeah, basically that. said we are, we are doomed. It's over. Like, <laughs> unless we transform our whole fucking economy within two years, it's over, right? And then, uh, like, uh, so maybe, maybe some people don't even care about democracy that much, you know, at the moment. They care more about fucking climate collapse and all that. So, you know, fuck you and yeah, shove it up your ass. <laughs> All right, let's uh, move on to Matt Taibbi. Got a few Matt Taibbi ones here and then one or two funds to wrap it up. So someone had tweeted, why do you, to Matt Taibbi, why do you only comment on the Democrats? Why do you ignore the Republicans with similar influences? This is what bothers me, journalists, that their own bias affect their discourse. So, I mean, here, perfect answer by Matt Taibbi. I find the Republicans mostly irrelevant, at least on speech. Are Republicans advising Google, Twitter, Meta, Visa, MasterCard, Apple, Amazon, on whom to censor? No. At the state level, the Republicans have passed some shitty laws, but at least they're laws. And I mean, you know, it <laughs> does appear to me as well, at least the censorship, online censorship, not, you know, Republicans are active in other ways um, at the state level and other ways of, you know, and controlling different kinds of speech or books and education, all that. But I mean, you have to give it to Matt Taibbi. It does, it does seem like everything that has to do with the online part is all coming from the Democrats. And that's yeah, why he focuses I, on the Democrats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's even, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, I, like, to be honest, I, the difference, there's no difference between Democrats and Republicans anyway. These assholes, idiots who want to, oh, you're, you're attacking our own side. Why can't you put aside your differences for two minutes? So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay, this, you know, I remember I told you like Matt Taibbi went on a little <laughs> like oh, yeah, yeah, rampage. Yeah. So this is just a, a few of them. They're all from April 7th. So uh, maybe I'll read them from like the one at the bottom up. The irony is my big complaint with Democrats, the embrace of bullshit woke fads and Twitter panics is a neoliberal right wing con giving cover to avoiding delivering on real left goals like Medicare for all, universal childcare, 
cutting defense spending, attacking income inequality. I'm not particularly leftist, but I agree with people like Bernie Sanders that politicians have to choose between donors and people. And until Democrats stop living of money from Goldman, blah, 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 we'll get inherently regressive politics. The endless succession of news, news Twitter panics is pure bullshit, designated to keep the population usefully obsessed with nonsense while billionaires double their wealth. And then again, this scam using endless moral panics to keep people from directing anger at the right targets is idiotic and shouldn't work, but does. One way to keep it going is by calling anyone doesn't salute when they send their bullshit up the flagpole right wing. It's a joke. So, I mean, I think <laughs> Matt Davy couldn't take it anymore, a bit of these like, recurring criticisms that he, that he always hears and went on a little bit of a Twitter spree. And I also like I how he say, says himself, how like he's it. not a particularly a leftist, but I agree with people like Bernie. Yeah, how he says. Well, I would say uh, he does, like he's, he's shocked and outraged somewhat always mm -hmm. surprises me. Yeah. As in like, what do you expect, man? Like, You've, he's been at the forefront of this for like, what, 20 years at least? Getting shit for having right views. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, uh, and especially like, uh, like, I agree with people like Bernie Sanders that politicians have to choose between donors and people. Well, I think as soon as they do choose people, they won't be politicians any longer. They would be at best some like YouTube host, <laughs> some shouting like... <laughs> Unfortunately... Yeah, just you know, you need Goldman and Northrop and Pfizer in the, to in get, the current become US a politician. System, or sorry, like in it. which in sorry, which other country you don't? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Lula back in the nineties or something. I don't know what kind <laughs> of <laughs> powers exactly. that. I don't know. Or don't which know. which time period was it not the case in America or in anywhere else? Yeah, it's always been the case everywhere, all the time. So, good luck. Yeah, but but I completely truth. agree. But yeah, <laughs> no, that's for sure. Okay, Sam, this next tweet, I, I don't know if it's true or not, but he's a real professor at Penn University, so this story must be true. I don't ever like the pool rank, but when another professor at my university exits the elevator on the wrong floor and enters my classroom, demanding I leave his room informing me he's a tenure track faculty member, assuming I'm a grad student, I don't mind sharing my title. But I don't mind, you know, this part. What I mean, is his title? What is his title? Oh, he's a professor as well. No, but is he tenured? I think he's tenured. And maybe the guy was on a tenure track. And oh my, this but is so funny. True, maybe. <laughs> but I don't believe that. Why would anybody, like, why would you have to bring up the fact that you're, you know, on, on tenure? Because at universities, Anyone, if you book the room, you book the room. Like if I book a room based on my university experiences, if a professor comes and- No, the, <laughs> they, the guy they, thought he, he booked King, the room as well. Yeah, I know that. But then what does it have to do? Why would he inform him that he's well, a when you get angry, yeah. Have you not seen people when they get angry? I've seen people get angry. They bring, I'm a doctor. I'm an engineer. I'm a- I'm a 60 year old. Yeah. How dare you to like blah, yeah, blah. I mean, but it's so stupid. I mean, you know, you either booked the room or you didn't. I mean, again, you made a mistake here, but you could be a first this year bachelor so if you somehow managed to book the room. You booked the room. The other person can be, you know, an immortal um, <laughs> professor of emeritus. It doesn't matter. Immortal being, yeah. <laughs> Divine God shows up. 
I did a. <laughs> I, like, I, I thought I booked this room. I, I don't Sign. know. Let's look at the signage <laughs> sheet. Nope, it has my name on it. So. <laughs> I can turn water into wine. I, I'm sorry, I booked the room. Get out. <laughs> oh, okay, God. but that's and good. finally to wrap it up, Governor Katie Hochul tweeted. We're legalizing to-go drinks to support small businesses and because I know we could all use a drink. <laughs> this is, I, this is, I know who's behind this. This is Nancy Pelosi is definitely behind this. <laughs> because I mean, you want, <laughs> you have her. you not seen Nancy Pelosi talking? Did you see her talking after Zelensky gave a speech to Congress? She's drunk all the time. Yeah, she's I like did. the most. She's yeah, she's basically like barely standing up at this point. So I think she's. But what what is to go drinks? What is? Oh, that? so and, you can go to a bar, and you know if you haven't finished your drink or if you don't want to drink it there or whatever, you're like, can I get uh, two beers and a vodka soda to go? Or like you know, when you're leaving the bar, you can just oh, take, take your, away. Yeah, was, take was away drinks illegal? at a bar. Yeah, I mean, I think in in North America for sure, in most places in Canada. I mean, in Canada, you can't yeah, really drink true. in public, so uh, it doesn't make sense. Oh. And you can't um, drink in public in Canada. No, like you can't go to a park in most Canadian states that I've lived: Ontario, Quebec. These two, you can't go to a park and have. A I beer. had no idea. Wahhabism has influenced <laughs> Canadian and American. What the fuck is going on? You can drink in a park in Iran, pretty much. Yeah. Don't, yeah. The U.S., I don't know. But in Canada and Ontario and Quebec, unless things have changed very, very recently, like if I'm not mistaken, you can't even, you know, have a picnic. I mean, like people do it, but, you know, have a barbecue in those parks where they have the barbecue and like the grill. You can't have a barbecue there and have a legally have What's a drink. The- point then <laughs> why, why are we doing mad are we going out causing so much uh, what what re- is that true hey one of our Man. canadian uh, viewers please correct me if my i got my what about facts Swiss, what about switzerland can you oh like, you have to- no idea switzerland it's yeah, switzerland is a land of freedom okay <laughs> well, for people who are here don't get me wrong yeah. for people who are getting yeah. here you can you can Pretty much, I've seen people bring their own beers from the supermarket and sit like by the staircase of a of the bar. Sure, when they finish their own beers, then maybe they'll go into the bar and get drinks there. But yeah, I mean, in in, yeah, in Switzerland, thing. only recently, Everywhere a few I years think. ago, sorry, only a few years ago in Geneva, <laughs> they outlawed drinking on public transportation. <laughs> but you still see that. That was like the <laughs> only thing. <laughs> it's such a stupid thing anyway like like when you ban it in parks they'll just put it in a, you pour it like you pour it into a yeah. different container what you like it's such a stupid thing to ban and i had no idea just it's very puritan of canada but it's different you know like for instance in canada and not that i worked a lot in canada but i mean i didn't even i was only a university student most of the time but i saw a lot of cafeterias and all this they never have alcohol but for instance in switzerland in cafeterias where people work I don't think it's the best idea, but whatever you do, whatever you want. But uh, there's typically beer and wine and a lot of working people in their suits and stuff. They have like either a glass of wine or yeah, or whatever. And he I mean, just alcohol is much more like um, open minded kind of thing, if you want to put it that way in Europe compared to Canada, especially. And they drink a lot more in, in Switzerland than Europe. Not that I condone, but based on my anecdotal observations, I do. 
No, I mean, look, I don't, I never, like, uh, we discussed the opium thing last time, but I genuinely don't understand any regulation on any of drugs in any kind or, For- I mean, I don't understand it in a person, like, if you're going to drive, obviously, I'm anti, like, driving while under any influence because you could hurt somebody else. But the guy, like, what you, like, for lunch, there should be beer. How does the lunch go down? You need the beer (laughs) to wash it down. Like, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, but, yeah. But, I mean, that's up to each individual. But I just wanted to make (laughs) a point that, you know, they're much more, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I knew Canada was like Norway and Sweden or something. They have this system that is all the alcohol shops are government owned. In not all the states, um, in the more like um, ah. right leaning states like um, uh, oh, Alberta, there it's private, for instance. But in Toronto, everything except beer and beer, they've given it to this like one monopoly company to sell it, call it the beer store, but everything else is sold, is sold through there. I don't mind. I mean, the money goes, the shops were extremely nice and well-maintained. And, you know, some people said the prices were a bit more because they wanted to discourage, but the shops were super nice and well-maintained and the money goes back to the public. So I don't mind it too much. Yeah, that's However, good. you have to plan your alcohol <laughs> purchase in advance. I mean, in Europe too, a lot of places stop yeah, selling at nine. But there as well, when the shop would close LCBO seven or eight, or whatever. And on Sundays, you could either only buy alcohol until like 12 or so. Then the shop will be closed and not all of them will be open. And oh, then after oh, okay. that, um, like you couldn't. And in Quebec, it's a bit more mixed. They sell beer and wine at the gas station and supermarkets. But yeah, in Canada, you can't yeah. go to a supermarket and get alcohol. I don't in mind Ontario, it being c- centrally managed. I wouldn't mm. even mind if all the beer companies and all that is nationalized and all that. I mind that, that <laughs> which was like, yeah, they close. I think in Scandinavia, it's the same. Like they close at six. So basically like you finish work at five and you have half an hour to run to the shop. And like, let like, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, six, I, in although you could argue it's uh, alcohol among drugs has the most negative social impact it tends to it's one of the most addictive yeah. one of the most violent ones but it's still i i don't think and i must say like that's one thing living in iran at night feel much safer than europe man yeah. like that's definitely like you see so many like drunks and yeah. people like just being as slightly you don't know if they're going to become violent or not that's definitely like so i can see why government might want to somewhat control it you know yeah yeah no no definitely definitely i mean you know a lot of fights in switzerland it's after nine and the stores can't sell alcohol but you know you can still go to a bar of course and and drink but yeah i assume in italy probably even after nine like (laughs) (laughs) italy and i don't know what is france like switzerland do you think uh is france yeah to yeah i think so very 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 similar yeah italy i saw something like pretty weird and stuff we were there and then like if you want to buy cigarettes you could only you could buy them in special ways and one way or through these vending machines but for that vending machine you need an italian health card <laughs> so, i don't know they had some like weird system in order to get it yeah 
All right, Sam, let's let's keep this party rolling and please like and subscribe. So Chris Hedges had an interesting conversation with Brianna. And before getting into like the smaller, less important aspects of it, I mean, there was there was a central argument that was being made. So do you want to be the one who kind of summarizes the main point that Chris Hedges was trying to make and the main disagreement, I guess? With Brianna, I don't, I don't know if there was a main sort of argument thesis type thing, but there, they, it was sort of like Brianna was saying that uh, she was discussing some stuff about AOC and Twitter and politicians, and then Chris Hedges was like, "You shouldn't pay attention to any of them mm-hmm. because they, like, you shouldn't expect anything from them. They are all." sellouts and uh, ineffective because they have to keep their seats and blah 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 the only thing that is a true answer to changing the uh, laws and society that we live in is uh, organizing from very bottom like workers organizing that type of thing uh, like uh, grassroots organizing mm-hmm. and then in my view finally somebody said what i've been wanting to say for you and uh, thank god Brianna Greyjoy is out there for all of us she said that something which all of us had, we've been thinking, I think, and saying to ourselves at least that, look, if it's going to be like, if I'm going to help to organize something, so maybe 150 years after me, there is a $15 or $20 minimum wage or whatever, I'd much rather spend the rest of my life. And Brianna Greyjoy, unlike us, has options. She can go become a corporate lawyer and earn actual money. So... Uh, uh, she said, yeah, I'd rather do that uh, than, uh, you know, I spend my life contributing to a building of a palace uh, that I'll never see. Because sometimes that's how in the left they category, like you should contribute. It doesn't matter what happens to you. You're contributing to a process of humanity that will culminate in film. I don't care. I'm, I really don't care. Like unless it culminates in my lifetime and largely be- before 50. Like after 50, I don't really care. Uh, I don't care. So I think she was very honest, very great interview. And then. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, a little bit like, you know, but I mean. And then Chris Hedges' response was uh, like, it won't take as long as you would. You do think it will not like 100 years or something like that. It will take one or two years uh, organizing on the on the grassroots for something to be effective. And then he mentioned the Wobblies, international uh, industrial, sorry, workers of the World Union, which I like to talk about a bit. But then, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I just want to give a full account of. No, no, thank you for that. That, That's great. But I mean, what Chris Hedges said, one or two years sounds like nothing to me. I'll be like, take 10 years. Really something like that. Chris Hedges has been online. (laughs) I've been watching Chris Hedges at least since 2003. So I don't really understand that. Part. yeah and that I, yeah, one or I... two years was extremely optimistic <laughs> like if it takes one or two years but then the other thing though is like you know things never get solved once and for all so it's like a it's a continuing um it's a continuing battle or whatever or whatever you want to call it so i mean yeah it is sad if like you know it takes 100 years to achieve just 15 dollars an hour but i mean you know i'm sure even in the current context more things will get achieved um, in the years to come very very small one and $15 an hour is is quite yeah, a small a, one so I think they yeah, both kind of gave exactly. a bit of an unfair one and I think the more realistic one is that even in the U.S. even in the next 10-15 I mean I just don't 
like you know the amazon workers they were just successful to unionize their own warehouse but i mean which is um great and amazing which, by the way which but that very quickly but, no 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 sorry that could very much right now lead to the fact that jeff bezos might try to do a national campaign of right to work uh, making right to work laws federal which which are anti-labor laws or might just close down the uh, i mean if i were him in his position i probably would have shut down the site yeah so i mean anyway but i mean you do what is best so yeah there can also always be like consequences on the other side and reactions um you know whenever you do something but i'm just saying that doesn't necessarily you know that's happening but those are all like individual levels so like some starbucks maybe some amazon so i don't see any kind of um movement you know happening at the national at the national scale really not that i'm helping or contributing with anything but i just don't see any kind of anything happening so it's not that it's not going to happen in one or two years there's just no momentum or nothing going on for it even to happen to 10 in 10 15 years so both of them i think they kind of looked at it a at a bit of a no, I, I disagree weird way. i must say yeah I mean, look, I, I agree that I think, look, first of all, I don't think media work and trying to influence politician works. I, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. My headphone is running out. It's about to run out. Um, I also don't think grassroots organization doesn't work either, largely. Like, you know, I mean, I, to be honest, I haven't looked at an empirical study, but I don't think it largely doesn't work. So that I agree with you there, that they're both wrong there. But I think she's like, she, like okay, she's using an exaggerated example, the $15. But man, are you like, if you are in this to change the world, yeah, I'm not in, the, in this for changing the world. If you're in this, for, what, like I spent 50 years and maybe like, oh, we get rid of capital punishment. Oh, maybe there is no more war on drugs. Oh, fuck off. Like, yeah. Which I, is, I, which I, is I just, great. If, which is great, but like you shouldn't be doing great, this just for that. I mean, if those are causes that you like and you get pleasure from this kind of, you know, work. Like, I mean, exactly. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I talk That's... about leftist politics and about whatever it is that I come here and say, because that is truly what I prefer to us. talk about and believe in and find and find fun. And as you can see, I perhaps don't go far enough to the left because maybe um that's a world that I don't quite imagine or necessarily want or something. So just saying our, our, 